The third section of Psalms, known as the Leviticus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauley in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. No matter what you're dealing with today, no matter what you're going through, there is some psalm that addresses the emotion you're feeling. There is some psalm that in, in some way is going to connect to where you are. It's a beautiful reminder of the sufficiency of Scripture. And very frequently, uh, it is the psalm that we are less acquainted with. For example, everybody knows Psalm 23, or we love to quote Psalm 1 or we reference Psalm 119, but what do you know about Psalm 74? That's where we've come today in our study of these Leviticus Psalms. Psalm 74 is another one of the Psalms of Asaph, 23 verses long, but it is one of the lesser known Psalms. I I rarely hear it referenced, but it is full of truth. It is the Psalm of a man who is in great affliction, a man who's having a very difficult time making sense of life and all that is going on. Now you remember, we're in the Leviticus Psalms. They, they center on the sanctuary, on the presence of God. Uh, we learned that in Psalm 73, how to come into the sanctuary of God ourselves. Well, when you come to Psalm 74, it's even uh, in the sanctuary that trouble is seen. He says in verse 3, Lift up my feet into the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy hath done wickedly in the sanctuary. He repeats it in verse 7. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They've defiled by casting down the dwelling place of thy name to the ground. He said, even in the high holy places of life, even in the the times when there should be peace and joy, suddenly the enemy has attacked. Suddenly disruption has come. You ever feel like that? Do you think at some point there's going to be rest and it seems there's still struggle? Does it seem there's going to be peace and then there's still a battle? Psalm 74 was one of the favorite songs of the French Huguenots. Uh, you remember that the Huguenots were people that were driven from their homes and they lived in, in caves. Well, Psalm 74 was a beloved psalm of theirs and they memorized it and they sung it. Why is that? Because Psalm 74 tells you what to do with your questions. You see, there's lots of questions in Psalm 74. In fact, it begins this way, O oh God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Why doth thine anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? Remember, in other psalms, he rejoices that we have a shepherd and that we are the sheep of his pasture. Here he says, are you angry with your sheep? And he asks this all-important question, why? We've all asked why. Uh, Let me encourage you with this. Did it ever dawn on you that even the Lord Jesus, the perfect Son, the beloved Son, asked the Father why? On the cross, my God, my God, why? Hast thou forsaken me? And yet I'll remind you that the question was not the end of the story. That it did not end with the why at the cross. No, in fact, it was after Jesus said, Why hast thou forsaken me? That he said, Father, into thine hands I commend my spirit. You may have questions today of your heavenly Father. We may be be children that do not have all the answers or all the insight that our Father has, but we can still commend ourselves and commit ourselves to the loving hand of our heavenly Father. 
Psalm 74 is filled with questions, but hallelujah, it is filled with God. In verse 10, he says, O God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? You find that little word forever throughout this psalm. He says, is this going to go on forever? Verse 11, why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Pluck it out of thy bosom. So there's the, there's the why again. Really, for the first 11 verses, that's all you have. You have questions and you have complaints. But remember, we're learning to bring everything in life into the presence of God. Here's what the psalmist does. Asaph brings his questions to God. I want to say to you today that only God can take question marks and straighten them out and make them exclamation points. Only God can take uncertainty and make it confidence, confusion, and make it assurance. Only God can do that, but God can do that, and He does it when we bring our questions to Him. In Psalm 74, beginning in verse number 12, here's what the psalmist does. First of all, he reviews who God is. He says, For God is my King of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. And do you see, instead of looking ahead, he looks back for a moment. He says, look, I can't see into the future, so let me go back to the beginning. God is my king of old. Review who God is. Review his power. Review his goodness. Review his mercy in your life, in the earth, with his people. Go back and review that for yourself. He goes in verse 13 into these words, Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the water. Uh, he, he's saying here, look, you brought us through impassable things before and impossible things before. I, I think you're going to help me now. Verse 14, thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Uh, think of this word picture. The very thing, the Leviathan, the, the, the dragon, this, this animal, the very thing that was going to devour God's people ended up becoming meat for them, food for them. He's reviewing. Do you see what he's doing? He's saying, Lord, there was a time the thing we thought was going to kill us became the very thing that fed us. Would you do that again? Verse 15, Thou didst cleave the fountain and the flood. Thou driest up mighty rivers. The day is thine. The night also is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. He's reviewing the fact that God is always the same. It may be flood or drought. It may be night or day. It may be uh, sun or it may be moon. It may be summer or it may be winter. But God is always the same. And so if you have questions today you can't seem to get an answer to, why don't you go back and review what you do know for sure, and that is who God is. And secondly, he rehearses his trouble to the Lord. Verse 18, Remember this, that the enemy hath reproached, O Lord, and that the foolish people have blasphemed thy name. He'll say again in verse 22, Remember how the foolish man reproacheth thee daily. It's okay to rehearse these things to God. Certainly God knows them, but... He wants to hear us, cry out to Him. He says, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. He'll sustain thee. He'll never suffer the righteous to be moved. So when you have questions, instead of just thinking about them, and instead of just talking to somebody else about them, rehearse them to God. I found personally that many times while I'm talking to God, God shows me something. While I'm rehearsing my, my question or my complaint to the Lord, the Lord begins to open my understanding and give me light. God speaks as we speak to Him. Then He does a third thing. 
Verse 19, O oh, deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the congregation of thy poor forever. He not only reviews who God is and rehearses the problem, but then he makes a definite request of the Lord. He, he says to the Lord, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do with all these people, but I'm asking you to do something with me. I'm asking you not to deliver me to them, not to forget me. Verse 20, Have respect unto the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. There's a lot of dark places in the earth, aren't there? He says in verse 22, Arise, O God, plead thine own cause. Remember, it's not your life. Your life now belongs to God, which means it's not your problem today. It's God's problem. It's not your cause. It's God's cause. And if it's God's cause, He's going to take care of it. Really what we're doing, we're bringing our prayers in line with God's purpose. We're, we're connecting our request to God's eternal purpose, which is for one thing, and that is that He alone would get the glory and the honor. So when you have questions, when it seems like everything is uncertain, bring those questions into the sanctuary, into the presence of God. And like Asaph and like the, the French Huguenots, you'll find something to sing about as you remember the goodness, the unchanging goodness of your God. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, or if you desire to grow in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We'd love to hear from you. You may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.